92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Christy Hayes, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Sam? Pretty good. Thanks good. for being here today. Oh, thanks for having me. This yeah. was fun. It sounded really good. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. it did. So I want to get started by talking a little bit about your Monday night music series that you've been putting on. Oh, yeah. And uh, raising money for Planned Parenthood, amongst yeah. a few other things. Could you tell me about that? Yeah, I did that um, uh, twice. It was a series of two months that I did this summer at the Hole in the Wall, or this past winter at the Hole in the Wall. And um, I, I really wanted to showcase um, women artists, but I didn't want to mention that I was showcasing women artists. Mm -hmm. And every fundraiser that I did was different each week. And I chose f um, organizations that help disenfranchised people or the environment or, um, I don't know, just kind of like bettering the world. And it was gr it was super great. We raised more money than I thought we would, and the response was really fun. And Good. and I made every all the women um, I didn't make, but I just I mentioned, please don't you know don't say it's all women or this you know mm -hmm. girls' night. I'm trying to get the um, the rhetoric away from mentioning that it's no one is ever like it's all men. Right. It's all men tonight. Why should you have to do the same? Yeah, we shouldn't have to do that anymore. I understand. Let's try not to do that. So, Who were some of the artists that you worked with in that? Oh, wow. I had, so I really, uh, I try to go cross genre. So I chose um, just people, all, you know, women songwriters in Austin that I love. So there was um, Brennan Lee and a friend of mine, Allie Holder. And um, God, the list is so long. <laughs> I can't even name them all. Carly Wolf, she did one. The Ghost Wolves, I don't know if you know her band. Sarah Hauser, she's great. She has a band called Lowen. Um, just, yeah. Good. Lots of ladies. Lots of good friends. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. And that's in Austin, right? That was in Austin, yep. Very cool. And so you've recently put out an album called yep. River Swimmer. This is your fifth album, correct? Mm -hmm, it is. What do you have to say about that? Oh man, it um, it was it was such a fun, um, enjoyable recording experience and. I really curated a record for the first time in my life and, you know, chose my producer and worked with a producer for the first time. Um, so it was a, it was a kind of, I guess, an example of the growth that I've been through as an artist over the past 10 years and just yeah. trying to be more, um, trust my gut and make a, make something that I really want to make and put all, put all my cards in, I guess. And you feel good about it? Oh yeah, I do. I'm, I'm really happy with the way it turned out. Very cool. So you stayed in the house for a few days, uh, hold up, kind of recording it, tracking mm -hmm. it live, right? Yeah, we did. We tracked live. And who did you work with that uh, as a producer? Who worked on um, that? Dexter Green was my producer. Um, he's a guy in Nashville that he did. He's done a lot of stuff. And Elizabeth Cook's last album is, I guess, was something that people would know him from. But Aaron Lee Tashin was the lead player on the on the album, and then cool. a bunch of his friends, studio friends. Um, his friend from Finland flew in to play drums so that was fun 
He just wanted to have a hamburger and a piece of pizza every day because uh, yeah. he says it's not the same in Finland as it is in the U.S. <laughs> I think I could get by on that, too. Right. It's pretty good. How'd you get connected with Dexter? Um, I was on tour, and I was playing at the Five Spot, and my friend Derek Hoke, who does $2 Tuesdays there, we were talking yeah. outside, and I was just lamenting. I'm like, I just don't know who to use. Like, I was going to go with someone in Austin as mm -hmm. a producer, and... He goes, you know what, I really think you should talk to this guy. I think he would be really good for you. And immediately, like the first conversation I had with him, I was like, oh, this is the guy. It was just, yeah. you know, something clicks and you're like, you know, they understand you and what you want to make. Absolutely. So it was easy from there. And who engineered the album? Um, Joe Costa engineered most of it. Um, he's a, a Nashville guy. And he's worked with like the Accidentals. Oh, yeah. He's all kinds of great. Uh, huge stuff. Brad Paisley. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of good Yeah, I could there. afford him for, like, most of the time, but then Dexter took over when I couldn't afford Joe any longer. And you put this out on Nine Mile Records? Uh-huh, yep. Who are they? Um, they're a label in Austin, and they've been around for, I, I don't know how many years now, but they kind of have, um, th as far as, you know, indie labels in Austin, I would say they're they're kind of my favorite. They're the best. Um, and... You know the band Sweet Spirit. I don't know. They were they were on Nine Mile for a while. And is that related to a giant dog? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I do know that. The other incarnation. Mm -hmm. um, so they have a lot of. They have songwriters. They have rock. Yeah. Um, you know they have some people out of Nashville on that label now. So that's fun. And yeah. You consider yourself an independent artist, right? Yeah. Totally. Down to like packaging your own. Totally. You know, mail and oh, yeah. licking the stamps and everything. Totally. <laughs> Living that life. Yeah. It's a good so, life, though, right? I mean, you know, it, it, when I finally got some representation, I didn't even know how to let go of the reins. Yeah. I was like, there's someone answering my email or, <laughs> or sending me my advance. I couldn't even believe it. It's a control thing, I think, three years of doing it. Are you a good collaborator? Do you see yourself as a good collaborator? Yeah, I, I think so. Absolutely. I, I don't consider myself a co writer as far as songwriting goes, but mm -hmm. um, everything else. Absolutely. I love to um, work with my band to create, you know, the sonic landscape. Like, I don't, I definitely am not a, a um, dictator. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I allow a little freedom, yeah. wiggle room. Yeah. So you live in Austin some, but I'm also hearing that you live in Montana some. I do, yeah. You mentioned Nashville. Uh, where do you spend the majority of your time? Uh, I would say it's still in Austin. Okay. Um, three years ago, I bought a house in Montana, and I... Um, I'm trying to create an artist retreat, a songwriter and writer retreat up there. And this past year I bought another house. So I'm kind of renovating those houses. And so I spend a portion of the summer. Um, it's, it's about five months of the year that I've been spending in Montana for the past three years. So what initially sparked the idea to go to Montana out of all the 50 states? Well, I lived in Alaska for, uh, the majority of my twenties and I am just, a nature person and yeah. a, a quiet wilderness person. And I wanted to have uh, access to a state that has a lot of that, you know, Montana's 30% public land. So um, it's kind of a long story we don't need to get into, but a friend of mine moved there and then I found this town, Butte, Montana, which is this crazy, it's the largest national historic district in the U.S. It's an old mining town mm -hmm. and it's a fascinating place. And the property is super cheap. <laughs> So a musician can afford to buy a house there. Do you go up into the 
Glacier National Park a lot or yeah, I do. I, I, stuff? I do. I yeah, I play. I play all over Montana and kind of the Northwest all summer long. So. I'm always, you know, driving around, and I love to hike. I love to fish. My boyfriend's a fly fishing outfitter, so we we fish and hike and that's cool. Take river trips all the time. I like that a lot. Yeah. When you put your album out, you pressed vinyl, and who did you work with on the vinyl? Um, I went went with Hand Drawn. They're out. Uh, they're kind of outside of uh, Dallas, I think. Um, I forget the tiny town. It's not Dallas, but they're not that old. I'd say maybe. Four or five years they've been doing it, but they're super great and they were fast and nice people, easy yeah. to work with. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds great. Very cool. So you put on a Rebel Road showcase during South by Southwest, or you were part of that? I mean, yeah, I was part of it. Uh, yeah. w- what is that, and how was that? Uh, it was super fun. I my friend um, Adrian, she's in a, a band called Nakona out in L.A., mm-hmm. and I've known her because I I go play in L.A. you know at least once a year and. She just started this, I, I want to say it's just, it's like women-focused, and it's kind of Western-focused, mm-hmm. and she partnered with Kim Grant, who's a big promoter in L.A., Yeah, sure. and they made this, this showcase, and I mean, it was great, great artists, and yeah. I really hope that we can do some stuff in the future, and I can do some stuff with her in L.A. It looked really cool. Yeah, they're great, they're great folks. So, as far as your musical background goes, I saw that is it your dad is uh builds guitars is that yeah, right yeah he does mm-hmm. is that where you got interested in music to begin with or maybe you could tell me a little bit about his background and then how that shaped yours um you know there's a lot a lot of music in my house growing up mm-hmm. and lots of guitars my sister was kind of a prodigy a, a piano player she started very young and she played kind of classical piano my brother is also very musical and growing up it was kind of a requirement in the household that you had to play an instrument. You, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you're going to play, but you have to play something. And so I played the piano, and I played clarinet for a while. And and then at 14, I started playing guitar. And my dad always played in country bands and rock bands. and um, and But he was a welder, you know. he We were kind of a, a middle-class, blue-collar family. And it wasn't his full-time job, but it was his passion. Yeah. So... It was just really nurtured, you know, in the house. And But I was real secretive. I wasn't like a performer, a natural performer, being like, look at me, yeah. I wrote this song. I didn't play live until I was in my 20s. So, I mean, to like audiences. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was just really nurtured. I guess that's the best way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. You know, if we wanted to play an instrument, it was available and... And my dad just was always jamming, and they were always having band practice in the garage, and I just thought it was cool. I mean, who don't, doesn't think being a band's cool? Did you ever play music with him? Yeah, totally. Yeah, my yeah. brother um, my brother plays guitar. He's a great flat picker, and he plays bass, and we had a little, we played a little family band, a little bluegrass band here and there. That's awesome. Yeah. What was some of the music back then that you can remember, you know, maybe playing on the record player or on the radio that was inspiring to you? Lots of like 70s rock mm-hmm. and country. Um, like Le- I loved Led Zeppelin. Like loved them. Good choice, good choice. <laughs> Sometimes people give me crap for that, but I don't, I mean, who doesn't love Led Zeppelin? I don't know. <laughs> I know no one that doesn't love them. Yeah. If I did, then maybe that's why I don't know them because I've cut them out of my life. <laughs> um, but like I, th- I, when I was in high school, I found out about like Amy Lou Harris and 
Lucinda Williams and mm -hmm. all these female songwriters that I didn't really know existed. And I was like, oh, yeah. well, you know, but I never thought I would be a songwriter. I went to school for forestry and that's what I did when I lived in Alaska. Like I worked in, um, in natural resources and I didn't have like this big dream of going out and being, you know, famous, whatever. Like, yeah. I think some people have it from a really young age, but I just evolved into it. I just kind of decided I didn't want to do science for the rest of my life and wanted to do art. So, do you have a favorite kind of plant or tree? Um, not necessarily. Like I have more of like favorite ecosystems. Maybe like I love, um, I love Western like high mountain deserts, like where I live in Butte. And, yeah. Uh, I love the Chihuahuan Desert and. I love this part of the country. It's because I grew up, you know, only like five hours from here, so it's real homey, familiar. Yeah. Rivertown. Yeah. Wisteria and stuff like that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful here. Absolutely. Very cool. So what are your plans coming up this year for 2018? Um, d you know, just to, I really want to try to get uh, to Europe this year if I can. Um, just push this album as much as I can continue building the retreat you know yeah. D little by little I, I feel like the you know being a touring artist is a pretty demanding thing and so I, I would love some time off this summer I'm looking forward to that just kind of disappearing up there I've had a pretty hectic winter um, but I guess you know just just keeping on the road and, and pushing the record and keep going right yeah what I'm gonna do at this point keep it up <laughs> River Swimmer is available now in stores and online, right? That's right, yep. All right, get out there and get it, everyone. Christy Hayes. Oh, thanks, Sam. That was fun. Yeah. 92% yeah. of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 